Hi, I'm Mrs. Melanin. And I'm Belief Mel. And we're here with episode 51 of How, How Married, Married Are, Are You? you? Show for melanin, Mel- yeah, melanin. Belief melanin, belief melanin. I never knew what the male was for. Yeah, belief. <laughs> Why do you spell belief that way? Because belief has the word lie right in the middle of it. The actual word. So you just misspelled it? No, no. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, I don't speak that over my lie. Yeah, yeah. You gotta take the lie out of it. Add the leaf. You know what I'm saying? It's a little bit more holistic. You know, ah. and, and natural. All right. Okay. That's why I do diets because the word die is in it. <laughs> I, I didn't eat it. That was a good one. Okay, so we are here. You guys may notice that the set is pink, but it's a little different. Yeah. Um, we have with us Mr. and Mrs. Fredericks. Or hello, I'll let you guys introduce yourselves. I'm Kevin. This is Melissa. Kev, <laughs> Miss Kev on stage. We are the stages. <laughs> Kevon and Melissa. And Miss. Yeah. Yes, we are so glad to be here. We just recorded a podcast on their platform the love hour mm-hmm. and it was a very great conversation, great conversation deep conversation on just life as an influencer in depth and uh i feel like there was some healing that happened during that so, we became friends yes, yes. you didn't know where her shoulder was yeah <laughs> you were like, you <laughs> we uh, like where's your on. arm Let me do it again. <laughs> and of course we Sorry. worked together on the spectrum commercial um, we, did. we did uh back in june june 26 i can't believe that was that Already like three months yeah, ago. No, it feels like we just shot that. Yeah, yeah. Seriously. Thanks for the record. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> what a terrible line. And, and the thing is, I was talking so bad about the line when I was mic'd up. They were like, we got to change it. Because I was saying the whole time, it's like, this, no one says this. Yeah, it didn't make Oh, sense. they heard you? Yes. And they I were didn't like, realize yeah, they heard go, you. we heard you talking. We're going to go ahead and change it. I didn't realize I was mic'd up. I was saying all types yeah. of stuff. But it is a weird yeah. way yeah. to say recommendation. It, nobody says it. Thanks no for the record. It's not a thing. Thanks for the record. When I was auditioning, I was like, what? What is a record? I thought it was like a cable thing. Yeah. Anyway, so anyway, this is this is this is set talk. You know what I'm saying? You're kind of behind <laughs> the stage talk. there, behind the stage there. So, babe, um, you want to go into chocolate? Oh, we have Uzi here. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead, babe. Do your thing. Um, do you want to introduce us, like we usually do? Or uh, yeah. Just let I mean, it be? I think it's you know, let's just let them shine. I think. Okay. Yeah. Um. Okay. So we have a segment at the beginning of our podcast called Chocolate Baby Story Time because our followers, they love us, but they love the chocolate babies more. <laughs> so uh, we usually share a story about our kids that is funny or not. <laughs> and yeah. that's it. So you guys have some chocolate babies of your own. We uh, do. Chocolate baby. Uh, is it okay if they're caramel complected? <laughs> Are they still considered chocolate yeah, baby? Yeah, yeah, yeah. ZJ's for sure chocolate melanin. JoJo's borderline caramel <laughs> okay well we'll take a caramel baby they're twigs together they're brothers <laughs> they're, they're they twigs. i love it uh caramel babies story time um caramel babies man they haven't been babies in so long i too. know yeah tell us how old your kids are our oldest is 13 years of age our youngest just turned 11 years of age like three days ago. last week yeah mm-hmm. last thursday and what's just a great story a funny story of any time in their life any story any story any you could talk about uh you know your your hand issue. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> At my caramel baby's birthday party, we I was trying to be a father that's you know engaged in their son's life. We took him to an indoor soccer thing. And I find it's funny that he plays soccer. So three times a week he plays soccer, mm-hmm. either practice or or game. 
sometimes more. And for his birthday, he wanted to play more soccer. He wanted to play more soccer. Indoors with wow. his same soccer team. Essentially, it was like a practice scrimmage. <laughs> it really was. But it was fun for them. Mm -hmm. So at the end of the soccer game, they were playing dodgeball. We were playing dodgeball. And you know the beginning of dodgeball, they put all the balls in the middle. You yeah. go to the far, and you run up r far into the area, and then you run up and grab the ball. So I ran up, grabbed the ball, they blow the whistle. I'm trying to hit Greg with the ball. I My grab it. My brother-in-law. Oh, yeah, brother-in-law Greg. Because they're super competitive, and everything that they do, they attempt to cancel each other out. Yes. Okay, so he, he was for real. We're oh, all, oh, okay, everybody's okay. But Greg is going after Kev, too. Yeah. Like, okay. this is their unspoken, it's not even unspoken, this is their spoken, well-known competition that yeah. they have with one another. Got yes. it, got it. Yeah. So I go to throw the ball at Greg, and I mean, I go to pick the ball up, and I just slip and fall. Ooh. And as I'm following, my arms flail, and I end up smacking one of the kids in the face with my hand. Ooh. And he's a little light kid. He was like the nougat of uh, the Milky Way. And his <laughs> face is so red. It's so And red. I feel so oh, awful. And the man. kids are like, what happened? He's like, oh, it was JoJo's dad. I'm like, dang, maybe, did he sock? It looked like I just punched him in the face, but I just really fell and hit his hand. So this poor kid has got a big old ice pack oh my on his face for the rest of the party. With man hands. With man yeah. hands smacked across. It was pretty bad. I felt so bad. So of course I'm stuck like texting his mom, making sure she's fully aware. And you know, he's trying to be tough, but you can see that like that his eye is starting forming. to swell up. Tender, yeah. yeah. And so he's like, I feel better. Can I go play? No, sir, you cannot. You're done. He, he might have a concussion. Sit right here for the rest of the party. Yeah. Uh, because what we're not going to do is have you get hurt again and your mom is looking at me like why in the world would you let my baby go out there right. and play again? yeah right. so yeah. um yeah that was actually not a, it was a flawless party outside of outside this one of that. incident yeah so yeah that was our chocolate baby uh uh storage. ambush <laughs> story ambush story time <laughs> what about do you, you have one or oh do i have one i was piggybacking off his i'm trying to think of oh i have one with joe so the same son that just had the birthday party he um has uh, managed to read me his entire la uh, life like he just has this moments where he says things and I'm just like first of all stop talking mm. <laughs> so right. he does this all the time so like two weeks ago I picked him up from school and I asked him um, uh, what are you learning in history and he said the past Wow <laughs> That is brilliant. He's getting on her his whole his whole if you life. You go through her Facebook memories; it's nothing but him shading her his, my whole over life over and over. He has these moments, <laughs> his entire life. Now, is that something that you do to other people, and no. it's just coming back? Or? I don't even think I'm that like quick witted yeah. that way. Oh, wow. I, it's probably Kev and more of just his like personality anyway. Definitely his temperament. Because um, he's been like that his whole. I remember even one time when he was much younger, and I'm like in my room, and he's looking for me, so he's like. Like, mommy where are you mommy where are you and I'm yeah. steady saying I'm in here I'm in here I'm in here and he says well if I knew where in here was I wouldn't keep asking you where you are <laughs> goodness yeah what do you, how do you respond to that you like, so the thing about it is like you're adult low-key you're right yeah like I really should say I'm in my room or I'm in the bathroom so you know specifically instead of just I'm in here I'm in here like really but also stop talking yeah because <laughs> I'm the adult yeah <laughs> That's how it goes. But do you think he knows he's being witty? Or no. Is, yeah, I feel like he might be one of those kids that's just like, well. Yeah, what did I say? This yeah. is the obvious. Yeah. You asked, I'm learning history. Do you know what history is? The study of the past. <laughs> yeah. Why are we still talking about this? Yeah. You got one, babe, or I got one? 
I um I had one just now and then it slipped. Go ahead. Yeah. So this morning we were oh, leaving. I know what mine is. Yeah. <laughs> this morning we were leaving, and uh, we were coming up here to be on this amazing podcast called The Love Hour. Check it out. And so <laughs> we get up. We we're, we're about to leave out the door. Uriah, the middle child, comes downstairs. He gives me a hug, and then he goes. Um, and then Theo comes along, and he's he's like the snitch, like he's the one that's always telling. Mm-hmm. You know? Six nine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> he's singing. So he goes, uh, you know what? You know what Uriah said. He said that. Um, what did he say, babe? What did he say? He said, "I don't like mommy." Or yeah, he said, he said um, "Mommy's I, never gonna give me a hug." Yeah, mommy's never gonna give us a hug. And. And then Theo, and then Theo was like, and you, yeah, he was like, I'll tell my son yeah, you know, mommy's never gonna give us a hug, and he said that she's the worst. Oh, he said that. Yeah, he oh, said mommy's the worst. Oh my. And oh so, my. in the middle of Raya having this, this like, this thing going on, whatever he's dealing with emotionally, because he's a high emotional child, <laughs> um, Theo thinks he's winning because he's telling. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I had to tell him. And so Yvette was like, why would you tell me that? Like, now you're messing up my morning mm-hmm. and you're betraying your brother. You right, know? right. And so I think he just kind of had a dose where he was just like, I don't know. And I was confused for him because I was like, we want him to tell us when yeah. things are wrong. Mm-hmm. Well, also, we don't want him to lose trust with his brothers Brother, and sisters right. because right. that is that's your that's your fan base. Like oh, yeah. that, Those are your people. Those oh, are people yeah. you trust. Uh-huh. And so if you lose influence with them, you're not going to have any friends because we're going to get you in trouble, too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. So it was just one of these weird situations where I was trying to encourage him. But at the same time, be like, dude, like, don't be a snitch. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I kind of felt bad because. You know, Yvette's doing everything. She's getting the kids ready. She's getting herself ready. She's coordinating the babysitter. Um, and I got, like, one thing to do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but we're not going to get into that. Yeah. You know, that's not what we're here for. Uh, but uh, she was she was handling stuff, and he just totally, like, took advantage of her emotions. Because what happens is the kids are not – they have, we have this special clock in their room where in the morning – they don't come out until the clock turns green at 7.30. Okay. And so it was before 7.30, and I was trying to get stuff done. And then he tried to come downstairs, and I was like, go back to your room. Yeah, we don't want to talk at before that. <laughs> yeah, man. And yeah. so he got, I guess he got his feelings hurt. And I feel bad, but it was just, see, that's why we had to hire, an, well, that was a, go back and watch <laughs> our podcast. But that's why we had to hire a nanny, because it's like, I need them to be doing that stuff, so I don't always have to be like, okay, go away. Yeah. Like, get out of the right, way. Yeah, right, 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 right. But yeah, um, my Magic chocolate clock is such a good idea. That, I, I like I would, that idea. I want to go back. Yeah, that's a good idea. We know don't people who put there. toilets inside of the room. They put the little like potties mm-hmm. in there so the kids don't come out. I think that's a little much. Yeah, right? that is a lot. Potty in their own potty room. in their own room. Don't Just, even go to the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, They're like, don't inside. come out of this door. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a bit much for me, but low key, I get it because yeah. once the kids are awake, you're, yeah. the day started. Yeah, and so just to have that like. If, if I if I decide to get up at six thirty, just give me an hour yeah. to like get myself together, maybe even shower alone, do whatever I have to do before my day gets started with you guys. And you're attacked. Yeah, yeah that's great. Once the kids are up, it's it's, it's all a done deal. Go it's over. Bedtime. Yeah, it's over. Babe, let's just chuckle yourself. Okay, so yesterday I was sitting on the couch. Um, so Anaya's been doing really good. Like I thought, you know, Anaya's our second youngest. The girl. How did, the yeah, girl. No, the so girl. she's the third born, she's the only girl. and he's the fourth. Uh-huh. And so um, a lot of concern was about her being jealous of Uzi when he's born or whatever. And she's actually been doing pretty good. Mm -hmm. And so recently, though, she's been really like, mommy, what's going on? Or like if I put Uzi down, she's just Mm -hmm. right here. Mm -hmm. She's just there. Mm -hmm. So yesterday I was nursing Uzi 
and we were having this moment. And when I'm at home, I'm just out and open, and open. And so I was nursing Uzi, and she comes right here on my shoulder, and she's just there. And then she's kind of looking at Uzi, and then her hand like slides down your boob, just on my breast, <laughs> and she's like, "You have a nice boob tomorrow." <laughs> 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 and I was like. This oh, just man. got real. Oh, yeah. Man. I see what uh, Glenn was into was over there. Like, huh? uh, That's why you guys keep popping us out, ain't it? I was like, okay, well, this is just for Uzi right now. <laughs> Can we just talk about kids' compliments for a man, minute? Because sometimes you nice you'll just there, walk man. around and it, my son will go, I like your red underwear, Dad. You know what I'm saying? Or like when he was two, he'd be like, I like your nipples. Like, they what? Just, yeah, they like the like. They they are exploring bodies. They, they are, are and you shouldn't out. shame them. Yeah, we and you just gotta take it. You just yes. like. Ah, if my son ah. said I like your nipples, get out of here, son. These are mine. That is us imposing our weirdness, yes. weirdness exactly. and shame that we've internalized on our kids. And oh my we shouldn't. goodness, we should be talking about them about raising boys because that's my problem. Is oh my when gosh. I like I'm like wait am I still like really giving them baths or am mm. I done with this because I'm just uncomfortable. How old are they again? They're five, five and six, six, six mm. and five, and three months. Yeah. <laughs> Joey came out the shower yesterday because he forgot his towel and literally was just like I forgot. Sorry, I forgot my towel. Boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do something. So Don't what? just come outside get fully here. naked. Like, bro, get the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, and I was on the phone. I was like, man, get your little peanut. He's like, why would you say that? I was just talking to Greg. Wait, would you say that? Why would you go in the bathroom without a towel? But yeah. I felt the same. I'm like, this is like low key inappropriate. You need to go put some clothes on. Yeah. yeah. Like, shouldn't be changed? seeing yeah, all of man. this. His butt was so yellow. He was like, boy, you ain't had You ain't, your <laughs> no butt ain't sense. seen the sun in years. <laughs> and off like highlighter. <laughs> and, off, and off five year old, he, he still like, he comes out of the bathroom with his pants behind down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Does yeah. a walk or bunny hop. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then he's like, we don't have any more toilet paper in there. I'm like, uh, <laughs> get out of here, man. You just dropping little poop flakes everywhere when you jump up the stairs. Please go away. I promise I think that's only a thing boys do. When we grew up, I grew I have two younger sisters, house full of women and my dad. And we we none of us did this. Yeah. Bunny yeah. hopping so different. out the you know what I'm saying? Just kinda I'm no, like, I don't no know. Away my butt. Yeah. <laughs> go away. Anyway. Okay. So we also have this segment on our podcast where we do words of affirmation. So we're going to, um, words of affirmation is an opportunity for you to do what, babe? Go ahead. Tell us uh, what you think about the podcast, what you enjoying about the podcast. Um, it really affirms us and it gives us like, you know, power and, and resilience to keep going and allow us to know like how we are actually serving you guys. So there's several ways you can do that. You can uh, scroll down to the, in the show notes in the podcast, whatever podcast app you listen to, click the link there and it'll take you to Anchor. You can leave a voicemail. You can also follow us on Instagram at How Married Are You and send a voicemail through a DM. Also, we have a phone number. Do you remember that number, babe? I do not have it memorized by heart. Uh, but we're going to flash it right on the screen if you're watching. Yes. And, uh, and for anybody else, you'll hear an audio clip that comes in that says the number right now. Uh, yeah, and so uh, let's hop into these words of affirmation. If you'd like to send in words of affirmation, please hit us up at 760-335-6643. Yo, what's going on, Believe? Yo, what's going on, Believe Tribe? I am JW, but my real name is Jordan. Um, I am so happy to be a part of the development as a couple and as individuals, father and mother. Um, I 
I'm just at all to see how just everything just opened up for you as soon as you stepped out of the call. Um, how married are you is uh, inspiration to me. I'm currently single. Um, I do hope with the relationship I am in, it leads to marriage, but you know, God's will. <laughs> um, but I just want to say thank you all for putting yourself on display and sacrificing your time and your life to inspire and to impact another. So mad love to you um, and mad respect. Y'all have a good day. Okay, thank you so much for those words of affirmation. Um, so today we have Mr. Kev on stage and Mrs. Kev on stage. And we um, thought it would be fun because we uh, admire. They also, let's let them plug their podcast. So they are the host of the Love Hour podcast. And so it's also another podcast about relationships and marriage and life and everything that they mm-hmm. have learned, all the wisdoms that they have from all living the life. <laughs> yeah, the it's a podcast where we basically talk about life, love, and the pursuit of happiness. Someone um, created this tagline that it's humor and healing because mm. Kevin is quite hilarious. hilarious. I'm the healing. And um, <laughs> sometimes I'd be dropping nuggets God gives me on occasion. Don't engineer um, smallness. Hello. And um, it's basically, it started because we got married really young and we didn't know what the heck. We were seven months old. That was like we, pregnant. <laughs> we were uh, 20 and 21 years old. Wow. Yeah, we were really, You know what's really weird young. about that? We did not feel young at the time we got married. Right. We were the last people of our friends to get married and the really? last of our friends to have children. Really? So oh. when we came to L.A., it was like, oh, my gosh, you guys are married. For, but we were everybody. All of our friends were married. Melissa's uh, sister had a kid. My brother had um Six kids mm-hmm. by the time mm-hmm. we had our first kid. Aunt was married yeah. with children. Like, literally, our friends had all been married with children. And at 21 and 20, we were the last people to be getting married. And now, when we go to pick up our sons, all the parents are like 45, 50. And they're like, man, you guys are so young because we're 36 and our oldest is 13. And it's just so weird, the dynamics between Washington and and here and it's true. just so weird because people in like LA people do not be having kids. kids. Yeah. People, yeah. We went to, when we first came, I'm not going to name the church, but we first came to LA. The church was like a casting call. Like people were all young and beautiful. Yeah, it was like a 800 people in the church and like six kids in children's mm. church. Oh my. So it felt like, bro, where are y'all kids yeah. at? Cause our church back home was like 200 people, 800 kids. <laughs> you know what I mean? The kids have a mass choir. Like it's just kids yeah. everywhere. Like, so it was just weird that it didn't feel young when we got married. Yeah. yeah. It felt late. But I we know, were I, young. I feel like you guys aren't that much older than us and you have lived a lot. How old are you guys? I'm 34. I'm 32. Y'all are just little babies. I got basketball shorts older than you. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're so, not that much older. No, we're not that much older, but we've been married for 15 years. Yeah. yeah. So, Incredible. Guys. Yeah. And so we um, basically, thank you, um, talk oh, thank about you. the um, the honesty, and this is what you guys offer as well, just honesty and transparency. Yeah. Right. A lot of times when you're young and newly married, you would be having questions. Folks don't be having answers. Yeah. Or they put the face on like they have it all together and they don't. Yeah. And so everybody's suffering in silence. Yeah. And so I found that the more um, transparent that I am, the more relatable that I am. Yes. And so that's what we offer is um, that, that transparency. Ministry and transparency is something I always say. MIT. 
And so um, <laughs> we just hope to offer help and healing to other couples through our trials, tribulations, and transparency. And, and you guys are, you guys coined the phrase marriage champions. Yes, we yes. call ourselves marriage champions because uh, we're not marriage experts, child. We don't have no ex no degrees, no certi certifications, although I've been thinking about it here lately. Mm. Um, but we don't have any like formal training. It's all experience in the rhema word from the Lord. And <laughs> experience is, uh, you know, the, the greatest A great teacher, teacher, you know, I feel. But one thing I, I do love about your guys' podcast is that it gives people so much permission to be honest about where they're at. You know what you I know mean? what? I feel like that was the first step towards having a good marriage is when we realized we didn't have to copy other people's marriages. Yes. And we had to do what was right for us. Because early in our marriage, mind your marriage. That's good. You made that, that up? Good. Yeah, that's me right there. That's <laughs> I remember <laughs> like I was basically taking my good. pastor's advice verbatim. And applying it to my wife. And yeah. his advice was for his wife. Yes. But I wasn't taking I, I I don't know if he meant to take it literally, but I was taking it like verbatim literally. Yeah. And the one thing that changed for us is the five love languages book. Yeah. That's yes. when I realized, oh snap, like his wife's love language was gifts. So he used to be like, buy her a gift and you get the draw. Amen. <laughs> he understands me. So I kept buying <laughs> Melissa's gifts and she would say thank you, but it didn't seem to move her like it moved his wife. Mm -hmm. And then another deacon, I remember we, I was in a men's group and I was telling them that my wife pays the bills. Like it just worked better for our family. And he was like, you ain't a real man if you don't pay the bills and this and that. Like, listen, you say whatever you want, but our family works better like this because it'd be overwhelming me. Mm -hmm. So once we started doing stuff that worked for us alone and yeah. we didn't ask for the input or approval from the outside world, that's when we started making some strides and like really getting our marriage together. That's beautiful. Yeah, I love it. And so with that being said, I feel like no better guest to have our first, these are our first First guest, really? Never had a guest We've before. Never really? podcast guest virgins. We yes. are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all day. Yeah, we, we took your podcast cherry. <laughs> we got your podcast cherry and popped it. Yeah. yeah. Just, just okay. Pop that all right. They ain't okay. got no hymen now. That hymen's gone. Oh, <laughs> that is a myth. All right, let's moving wow. on. And so that's why the first guest we're gonna have is on the advice um segment yeah. of our podcast so you guys know on Tuesdays we take your dilemmas and we read them and discuss them we really would like to hear them y'all are being shy with your voice I think people just don't want yeah, their significant others to yep. hear the voice they don't want any identifiable characteristics yes yeah. so anyways everyone's emailing us and that's totally fine we accept those too but we are going to just jump right into this um yeah email so Kev, I don't think you got to see the email. No. Melissa knows a little bit about it, so we're just gonna do. You know, I don't like to let Glenn hear the emails either. So they just treat us wrong. Glenn. Here we yeah, go. Yeah, we just out here. <laughs> um, uh oh, is this the right one? So sorry. Okay, here we go. I am a 23-year-old woman currently single but being pursued by one of my male friends who is 27. We are both in university, but the difference is that I am graduating next year and he is only qualifying in three years' time. Hence, he will have no earning potential until then. <laughs> he is kind and intelligent man who has been steadily pursuing me for the last few months. He is a good listener, and I haven't been with a man who gives me so much attention. I feel overwhelmed. There have been moments when we were intimate but have never spoken about a sexual relationship. He has asked me to date him, but I declined. I am not physically attracted to him, but we do have a deep emotional connection. He knows I'm not ready for a relationship now, but he is still pursuing me. He takes me out and we hang out together and I can tell that he is falling in love. I really enjoy his company, but he can be intrusive. He arrived at my place unannounced and acts like we are dating. It feels like he is trying to convince himself that we are an item. 
since I have already told him I don't want to be in a relationship, how do I get him to give me space but also not destroy our friendship, which I enjoy? Or do I ignore that I'm not attracted to him and pursue the relationship because he is genuinely a good guy? That was a lot. That, that was, was a lot. lot. I, was <laughs> I don't know where you guys want to start. I, I want them to go first. Okay. I, I want uh, you guys to talk. What sticks okay. out to you? What's I'm about your... to pull it up because she sent it to okay. me so I can go over points. Don't go over while I'm talking and buy yourself more time. Well, I want to make sure I go over the um, points. Give ugly guys a chance, man. <laughs> People don't want to let ugly guys win. Mm-hmm. We're nice. We're soft. Um... It's tough. There's a lot of different things. Um, I, I've, I've been doing a lot of advice on my channel, and I realize people don't want to make people feel bad, oh, even yeah. at the expense of their own feelings. 100%. Like, they don't want to yeah. be awkward. They don't want to tell people the truth because yeah. they don't want to uh, upset another person. Yeah. My thing is, if you, you have the right to your own feelings, mm-hmm. if you're unattracted to this man and being attracted to the person you're with is important to you, because uh, a lot of times people aren't physically attracted, but the other stuff outweighs it, and mm-hmm. they start to like forget about that. But that doesn't seem like she's at that point yet. Uh, just let her know, man. I f- like what you said in that email. Say that to him. Ooh. I feel like I have expressed clearly that I want to remain your friend, but I don't want to be in a relationship. I feel like you're not honoring that, and you're gonna put our friendship at in, rest- jeopardy. in jeopardy mm-hmm. by not respecting my boundaries. And if you want us to ever have a, so don't jump in now. Say. Don't jump in now because you let me go first. So I can <laughs> say all the good stuff. If you ever wanted to be with me, one thing, even if we were an item, you would still have to respect my boundaries. So if you're not willing to respect them as a friend, mm-hmm. how can I trust that you'd be willing to exp- respect point. them as a partner? You know, mm-hmm. um, and at that point, I feel like if you express that to that person, you are going to see what you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. They're either going to accept that criticism and, and adjust or they're going to get upset and balk and either way you know what you're dealing with mm-hmm. and you'll be able to move on one of the things that you said that's so important that immediately stuck out to me is boundaries but both sides so she does need to establish and set those boundaries for him but on the same token if she recognizes this is as, as, as far as I want to go then she might have to really set the boundary and maybe even end the friendship because he isn't respecting it well she cut she did the intimacy too though so they did some sort of stuff so well and that's what that's maybe what she I wasn't mean, respecting her boundary. own boundaries well and that's what yeah. i mean like she has ownership in those boundaries as well it's not just i've explained to you i don't want to be with you but also we can be have sex pull around yeah i explained to you i don't want to be with you but i enjoy your company so let's hang out Right. That's mixed signals. You're yeah. making yeah. this guy feel like, well, maybe there's a chance. So you're telling me there's a chance. Right. And that's not fair either. Right. So those boundaries yeah. have to be established and set and honored on both sides. Yes. Yeah. And he might be holding on to that. Because, that hope. Yeah. Oh, he got to touch something or do something <laughs> yeah, one time. Yeah, he yeah, like, yeah. And then what happens with men when you let us do that? That's what we hold on to. Mm-hmm. And we be like, oh, she she's saying this, but I remember that one time where she let me do this. Mm-hmm. And now she's talking about we just friends. Oh, you know, we, we're taught to push past your nose. Mm-hmm. You know, she playing hard to get and things like mm-hmm. that. No, maybe she is, you're mm-hmm. hard to want. Mm-hmm. But uh, we're taught to <laughs> be persuasive, even beyond normalcy of respective boundaries. It's like you got to chase and she's supposed to run away. So sometimes your clarity doesn't come across as clarity. It comes across as chase or interest yeah. you know or or part of the mystery of the chase and she wants to be wanted and all that type of stuff 
So that's why I feel like it's very clear and your actions must line up with your words. Yeah. If you're saying these are my boundaries and that's with my our time, relationship, and my body as well. Mm -hmm. So the more consistent you are with that, I feel like the better chance you'll have of being clear in everything else. Yeah, I was going to say too, like sometimes you just be ugly, man. And that's just what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like when I first got with Yvette, she kept saying things like, telling other people like, yo, I never thought I would be with someone who had dreads or someone who was short or someone who, and I was just like, okay. And then her father was like, you know, <laughs> he told me that at one point, um, I had a metamorphosis that happened in my appearance. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Which, was it the beanies? Uh, huh? Did the beanies help? No, it wasn't the beanies. I, I was, I had hair at this point. You know he what I'm had, saying? When I met Gwen, he had like full on dreads. And then his beard, he didn't have it like as tamed as it is now. It was just like it was there. You could dread his beard. Wow. And so his his swagger wasn't necessarily something that I was attracted to. I always imagined myself like a Will Smith. <laughs> Type uh, uh, Will dude. Smith. Yeah, she settled. <laughs> but she anyway, got, <laughs> you got Jeffrey. No, I didn't settle, but I'll talk about my. Go ahead. Yeah, but that. I think I think that like, just because you're not a, I don't know. I feel like you need to really think about what attraction is to you. Yeah. Mm. You know, because sometimes you <laughs> you be a. Uh, <laughs> so sometimes you have to figure out what is what you're really attracted to. You know, I, I do feel like there has to be some desire. Um, you know, because you can't settle. But the person who you marry isn't always who you're going to end up with. Y Yvette says this. You know what I'm saying? Like, Tell me yeah. what you mean. Say that again. Yeah, so the person who you marry. Oh, I think I get it. Right. Say oh, it. Explain got it. it. I thought you meant a different person. Yeah, I did too. But and the then same it person. <laughs> yeah, because. Got it. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No. Well, I basically, it's like, I married Glenn. Like. <laughs> <laughs> did he have a lot? Yeah, she's laughing. She's like, did you just funny. envision the way he used to look? Oh, my no, gosh. The way I used to look, the way I used to be. It's like, not even, it's a lot. I mean, like, the evolution no of Glenn Henry, like, he has become, like, I, I don't know if it's that I saw a potential of who he was going to become in him, and that's why I even entered into a relationship. Sure. Because when I think back about, like, why would I even, like, it's agree a bad to idea. marry this <laughs> It's a bad idea. Why is she laughing at your face like this? Well, it's true. I, I, it's very, like, what when I you, met like, Glenn. Homeless? No, like, uh, when I met Glenn. <laughs> you were homeless? So Let them no, tell. So, when I met him, he was making $500 a month. $500 a month. A month. In California? In, in California. California. Did you meet him in 1912? Living with his parents. I mean, which is not that bad at 20. How old were you, 20? Y'all look at me, but it's just like, <laughs> I know we all uh, 20, I was 20, 23. 20, <laughs> yeah. 500 a month? 500 a month. And he had, listen, he had a loaf of bread, peanut butter, and honey in the trunk of his car. And that's what he like Peanut butter and honey sandwiches, man, go hard. What were you, what were you chasing? <laughs> Add bananas. Yeah. That's it. Oh, yeah. And, and no then, money for fresh fruit. And then, <laughs> and then he was like, I'm going to be a rapper. Like, I'm going to be a rapper. And I'm like, I'm Yvette Henry. Yeah. Like, I am a college educated woman. Yes. Like, and I mm. like no, like no diss to anybody who doesn't, you know, whatever. But yeah, it just wasn't a very likely partnership. It, it, it made no sense it on made paper. No and sense. the reason why I say this is because if my daughter was to tell me that she was gonna <laughs> marry me, the version, the of, version of me, I'd be like, oh, absolutely not. <laughs> he don't got nothing to look forward to. What are you seeing in this This guy? is you, Dad. Mind your no, business. No, 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 we're no, not talking no, no. about that. But we will we say this, and this is what I what I mean when I say like the, who you marry is not who you end up with, is because like 
he's grown so much. Like this he, is such a great. He word. is a beautiful man. Like he's just gorgeous. Yeah. Like not has even he just grown? on his <laughs> or like as a personality <laughs> wise. Anyway, and he's, and he's changed this way. This way. <laughs> oh, I'm soft around yeah, the middle. Yeah, yeah, this but way. what I'm saying is like what I fell in love with is who he was. Like, yeah. not what he had or what he could give me. Yes. But I fell in love with who he was as, like, a man of God, as even just a human being. He was super kind and yeah. loving. And he treated, he cared for my heart. Like, he, there was just, it was everything else besides that. And then I was became attracted to him <laughs> later because, like, he's got, like, this Baltimore swagger it's that hard. he yeah, has. Yeah. It hurts. It hurts. Just a little bit. <laughs> I, remember. No. I won in the end. You okay. did win. And I think I that this is, attracted to him. No, I think that this is so lovely, so honest, and so transparent. And it is Melissa, very you similar. <laughs> you better no. you, lie. you lie to these people. No, he was but, a beautiful man. But it also speaks to um, the tidbit that we talked about in the podcast in that, uh, I mean, uh, in the Love Hour Live um, some things will stay the same and some mm -hmm. things will change. Yep, it's yep. just the truth of yeah. marriage mm -hmm. and that who you think you, how did you just put it? Who you marry is not who, who, you'll, you, end who you'll end up with. People change, people grow, people evolve, yeah. and you have to be in it for the long haul. Yes. You have to be in it to ensure that you evolve and grow together. And that's what she basically just said. As you've changed, I've been able to fall more in love yeah. with you. That is so sweet. And come to find you attractive. Hey. I mean, I that's a win-win-win. <laughs> Also, you know, it's it's funny because you're not who I married. Absolutely not. You were. You this were. This is literally we talked about this in the Love Hour Live. This right. exact point. Mm -hmm. You're who I'm ending up with, but but <laughs> the way. See, it sounds weird when Yvette doesn't explain it, but it but it is though. Yeah. Like a lot of your and it, this is a, so we talk about this in the Love Hour Live too. People are always like, oh, you guys got married so young. That's so beautiful. That's so beautiful. Which it is. But the one drawback of that is that we were so young, we weren't even fully developed as people yeah. yet. So the person you were at 21 and 20, like mm -hmm. you're so far from that person at 36. But we had to do all that mm -hmm. changing internally and while being a husband and wife mm -hmm. and father and mother. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's a lot to, to take in. As opposed to if you get married at 36, you're going to probably be a lot closer to the person that you are gonna be in life than if you are 21 or 20 you know yeah and so i wanted to talk about like what is the like okay so physical attraction how big is that like i feel like she has to think about how important those things are to her yeah. because it sounds like she's like this isn't the type of guy i would usually go for even though he's super nice you know what i'm mm -hmm. saying like he's super nice he's sweet I could, it seems like she's saying I could settle for this and I almost want to because I don't know what else is out there. Right, so she's right. trying to put like this kind of partition or this moment and just say, you know, what, I think I'm gonna just stick with this. I don't know. That's a good question. Cause I, I mean, I feel like I lucked out because I, I found Melissa very physically attractive yeah. and she's also um, gotten better with age. <laughs> I don't know that. Women generally do. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't gotten worse except the beard. Um, <laughs> and that's new. Yeah, new. That's relative. That's yeah. like three. That, that happened right before we met you. Yeah. Uh, but I don't. Know, it's hard for me to tell somebody to be like, hey, stick it out, kid. You know, yeah. ugly ain't forever. You know what I mean? <laughs> Hopefully your vision goes poor. And then it doesn't even matter what they look like. You understand me? Yeah. Cataract, uh, uh, glaucoma. You know, because I, I couldn't. I didn't have to deal with that. So I feel like I'd just be saying the nice thing. Uh, but I've seen a lot of people mm. find. Like the thing is a person, their attraction is them as a whole. Right. Because you can be yeah. beautiful like physically and just be a terrible person. Yeah. And that your your personality, your inner qualities can't outweigh 
your your great looks. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So yeah. it, everybody knows a person who was beautiful in high school was just a terrible person mm-hmm. in college or whatever. You're like, man, you are gorgeous or handsome, but you suck as yeah. a person. That won't even outweigh everything else. You know what I mean? So for me, like I say, I was lucky because a lot of Melissa's qualities match her outward beauty. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, even the most beautiful person, at the, when you first wake up, nobody's fire in the morning. Right. We all <laughs> just, <laughs> you know what I mean? So if you can't love that person, regardless of looks in the morning, it's going to be tough at night. Yeah. 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 And I, I think, too, like this person um, really has to, you know, have, be, have emotional purity in this situation because it seems like it's uh, it's it's really one sided. So she's getting her needs met emotionally. But uh, she's like, mm. you know, just like you said before, she's kind of playing this role with this it's, guy. It's a little, um, can I say this? It's a little selfish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. you are getting your emotional needs met, and clearly he wants more um, emotionally from you that you're not willing to get. And so it's almost like stringing him along. Yeah. So you really do have to, again, just set those boundaries. Um, one of the things you were just talking about in terms of physical appearance, how important is that? I think that's such an individualized yeah question mm-hmm. um that she does she will have to figure that out but obviously she's saying it's important to her because he got everything else check 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 but i'm not physically attracted so i'm gonna push back you know what i mean so she kind of is setting her priority by saying that's that that's like a non-negotiable for me maybe she'd be willing to compromise on something else but that's kind of a non-negotiable for her right. i don't know um but i, I she you, girl you gotta set them boundaries girl do you think she should end the friendship well she's saying or do I ignore that I'm attracted to him and pursue the relationship because he is genuinely a good guy? So, like, I feel like, I don't know. Do you guys think she should end the relation, like, end the friendship? Because I feel like this is going to come back up. Like, if she feels I like, feel like she's she should settling. decide what she wants first and then and move then from move there. In I 100% agree. Because just arbitrarily. But be careful. Go ahead. No, it's fine. Be careful about moving forward out of um, yeah. obligation yeah. because it's going to be a bad relationship anyway. And yeah. you're, you'll ruin a friendship. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know. She requires, you called it emotional purity. Purity. Oh, I call it emotional honesty. She has to have a, an emotionally honest we conversation. Did, I deny my emotions. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good question. That was a great question. All right. Do you guys him. have any more last tidbits for anyone else who might be like, I'm attracted, I'm not attracted to this person, but they are awesome. I listened to a podcast about physical attraction. And I wish I could remember what they said, and I can't. Okay. So I'm useless. Okay. <laughs> All right. So we have another email. Do you have anything, babe? Nope. Okay. We have another email, and it goes like this. Hi, Glenn and Yvette. I'm, I love the words of affirmation, but I'm going to skip over it, guys. <laughs> okay, so I recently started dating this girl that I really like, but I've realized that she still maintains frequent contact and even makes plans with her ex of six years. We have been having problems because of this. It makes me feel very insecure and makes me think she has unresolved feelings for her ex. I really saw a future with her, but now I'm having second thoughts because it doesn't seem right, and she always gets defensive when I bring up the topic. I would love to hear your perspective on the topic, especially in the context of someone who's ready for marriage. Should mm. I let my partner remain friends with their ex or ex fleeing? I would really appreciate if you dealt with this topic. They say they are in a relationship? They are. They are in a relationship. He's considering she, marriage. Or she. He's, yeah. He, she, he's like interested in marrying this girl. 
but she has frequent contact and even makes plans with her ex who was who she was in a relationship with for six years i'm insecure too i think that that's uh quite honorable to recognize that that like brings up a sense of insecurity um i love when people are able to acknowledge that i think that's a fair assessment i think that's a fair feeling an honest feeling and i think that um child i would be insecure too you got to cut that off mm. y'all can't be a big they don't have kids together Mm-mm. so what business do you now have together mm. I, I, seriously mm. like you guys didn't work out and unless you have kids together um i don't understand i guess i understand like well we're just friends but then that falls back into that gray area of old feelings coming up you have a hard time deciphering do i love you again like that can get confusing in the mind so like (laughs) you gotta cut that off yeah uh i would be in the same boat as the person who wrote this i would feel supremely uncomfortable with you having a uh plutonic relationship with someone you used to be romantically involved with because i would feel like those relationship feelings could come back up uh you'd have to do some serious justifying to me why y'all need to be hanging out you know what i mean that's ain't just, no answer one, good enough for I me mean, that, that's one of the things we haven't had to deal with because we got married so young yeah. like none of our exes were really serious mm-hmm. you know as the older you get you know you're 30 years old 35 or whatever it's highly likely that you have some serious relationships and those feelings melissa said this when one other podcast you have the unfinished business of loving someone mm. you know just because Ooh, you're aren't together yeah. those feelings do not just break apart untangle. Yeah. they don't untangle it's, yeah. it's, it's like worse than headphones you know and then add to <laughs> that that you're spending time and then you're spending time, you're delaying the, the process. You're yeah. delaying the rigor mortis. I would be insecure because I'm like, why do you have, like, like what conversations are you having with someone of the opposite gender that you're not having with me? Or, like, how are you connecting with them right. in a way that makes me, like, that we aren't connecting? Right. Like, they're probably feeling. What are they supplying you that, that I can't? Yeah. That you feel like you have, you got to go and make plans. Y'all going out to, di- I mean, my mind's, my imagination's oh, so wild now. Yeah. So y'all going out <laughs> to the movies and eating dinner park. and texting and ha-ha. And <laughs> having, yeah, just you're having a good time. Don't yeah. be having no side conversations and don't be having no inside jokes I'm not a part of. No. Yeah. All your jokes better be outside. Listen. How do you feel about, how do you feel about the, the, the tone of let? They, they they are they are in a relationship boyfriend and girlfriend dating you know what i'm saying he wants to marry her she obviously is not as speedy as him but he says should i continue to let allow her like what is that oh i like? see what you mean because it almost uh, seems like he has a type of ownership well i think a lot of times people mean that like allow this to continue without intervening right. or without saying something not like prevent you from doing something mm-hmm. like that like do i let this happen well, without what would inter- be another word instead of let yes um i don't know another word that would get it that's what i I guess that's what i'm saying i I think let has um it does can have different connotations but context matters and so i don't think there's a sense of ownership there as as much as it's like let's the appropriate word allowing it to happen without without confrontation you know what i mean like is that i think that's what they're saying Yeah, yeah yeah um and that might mean you still have them, but I'm just going to say something about it. Like right. make but, my And it's important to say something about it because, listen, I've been, I've done this. I'm doing this now. There is a um, person in my life 
that um, I feel like she's in a passive aggressive competition with me. Literally, every time I do something, they do it. Mm -hmm. Literally, it, like to the point where I could be petty and I'll do stuff on purpose just to see the response, to mm -hmm. ensure, you know, just to Little confirm hesitant. that what I <laughs> yeah. believe is true. <laughs> and so for months now, I have been, I am just an inspiration. Like, I should not be upset because imitation I find inspiration. Imitation is the biggest form of flattery. Like, I find inspiration in a lot of places. Like, obviously, I'm just her inspiration, and that's what it should be. Just recently, I was like, I am so irritated. Yeah. I'm so mad because it's not inspiration. I feel like you're trying to jack my calling. Mm. I feel like what you're trying to do is be like, this is working for Melissa. Let me do the exact same thing and maybe I'll get the results she has. Are you in competition to me? You want my C-stat? What is it, Flash? You, you want to take my place, uh, Flash? Oh, girl, like, you're messing it up. Child, you get you the point. You want my spot, Flash. You want my spot, Flash. You can't have it. And so I got literally <laughs> got to a point where I was so frustrated because I wasn't being emotionally Listen, honest. let me tell you something, though. You said something. You're trying to jack my calling you can't take somebody's yeah. calling i know but it's still frustrating oh yeah yeah but to just see. just know that i know amen and i walk in that yeah like to be huh? clear i do walk in that but what i'm saying is it doesn't make it my honest feeling is yeah. frustration yeah for sure my honest feeling is yeah. anger my honest feeling is how are you my friend and i feel like you're in competition with me right. that's my honest feeling right so i say all that because you can try to be like, well, maybe they're just friends. Maybe it's no big deal. Maybe it's just create all of these excuses instead of just being like, I, this is making me insecure. Mm -hmm. This is making me crazy. Yeah. This is making me jealous. This is making, when you go out with them, my mind, child, it goes to all these different places and I'm creating all these different scenarios. And they may not be true, but I have to have this honest conversation with you because yeah. we need to do something about it. Mm -hmm. You have to do that. Yeah, 100% yeah. though. Yeah, I feel like you have to protect yourself in this situation and know yourself. I, when Yvette and I first got together, I, I, I was like, I'm, I called friends, female friends, was like, I'm so sorry, I can't call you and talk mm. to you, because I had friends. I'd be like, Yo, I love you. I'll talk to you later. Peace. To but, women. To women. Like, when was like the 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 friend zone guy? Whoa, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> see, see how we just get, you know, what I'm saying, get attacked. Get attacked up here in LA is hot. <laughs> Goodness gracious, <laughs> babe. Babe, but babe, you're saying it okay, wrong. Okay, am I you had you dressed about two different the old beer? You were saying was musty. He stank. He had no peanut car. butter in the trunk. <laughs> I helped him out of everything. I want you to know. She I helped out of the fucking Amari I do think no. that I fully understand who you were, though. No, no. no. Okay, okay. Hey, I just want to be a rapper. I was, I not was a the, <laughs> I was the version of the previous person who wasn't. I wasn't actually attracted to the women. I just had like a bunch Fr of friends, really close friends who were sisters for me. You know what I'm so saying? So you, what I was, was trying your to say, can I just my, my choice. Oh, okay. Can Go I ahead. clarify? Go ahead. I feel like you were the guy mm -hmm. in those women's lives who was meeting the needs that they weren't getting from like someone that they desired to be into. But the good thing is you also didn't want more from them. Right. right. Yeah. I wasn't trying to, but I yeah. noticed that when they did get a boyfriend, I would like not get no calls phone calls anymore. and stuff yeah, you know what i mean so i, I at that point when we got together <laughs> that's you all i'm to, trying to say you had to do the same right get, get the main thing the main I'm thing i'm just trying to you know when we was together i'm trying to oh, you got a man now i'm, right, I'm gonna let you go yeah, i'm good, so good, sorry good, i want to hug you uh, but okay. I, I i did i i like ended like i was like Yo, i can't i can't be on the phone with you like that because like now i noticed that i didn't want i was trying to protect yvette's heart and 
Like I didn't want her to and feel their insecure. Hearts too. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like their hearts. Like I didn't want her to feel insecure about these other relationships. That's Even though so I know it wasn't no, right. it wasn't no mm. uh, fear or like yep. competition or nothing. I just knew that for me, like I didn't want you to have any doubt in my mind that yeah, I was completely in your mind to com- <laughs> that I was completely committed to you. I think that that is so important in all. This is my own personal yuck if you want to. Uh, <laughs> one of the things that I have is I call it the no fly zone list. And there are certain people that make the list that I am like 100% uncomfortable with Kevin having interactions with Mm. them, period. Mm. There is something about this person that I am just like, Mm. no, not really comfortable. And it's not a long list. We've been together for literally 20 years. Since we were 16, we are 36 years old. 20 years. And there are probably, we just counted. Three. Three people. Three on the no-fly list. Three people on the no-fly zone list. And I think that... (laughs) It is emotionally honest to be like, listen, not every woman. I'm not that person. I'm insecure about you being with any woman at any time ever in life. I'm not saying that. But I think it is emotionally honest to be like, I don't know what it is about this person, but they make me feel uncomfortable and I would rather you just not. Yeah. I think that those are emotionally honest conversations. That's discernment. And so, child, they're on the no-fly zone list. Can we just not? And we have to have those conversations. And and sometimes it's just, I'm insecure. Sometimes these are the specific reasons. And therefore, it's going to be a no for me. Mm. Like, but we have to have, but we have to have those conversations instead of trying to, uh, I think earlier we were talking about people pleasing where we, we don't want to say it out loud. We don't want to hurt feelings. We want to portray this. We want to portray that. They're friends. It's going to be okay. I don't want to stir the pot. And then you are dying silently inside, creating these narratives in your mind. And for what? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. At one point in our relationship, Yvette, had or we were just getting together and like we were hanging out and then she said hey a couple of my roommates uh wanted to get together and watch a movie like from from like not they roommates, my roommates the guys from high, guys from college okay right and this is going to be a sore don't, subject right here you don't have to say that. i have to i <laughs> have to because i i be yeah so anyway yvette had never seen the movie yeah i'm saying it all oh, right he's committed all right. yeah. so yvette, yvette had never said seen the movie friday okay okay Right, no judgment. So these dudes were like, "Yo, you got to see the movie Friday." You know what I'm saying? Come. They had been bothering me since college, like all throughout college. And then she graduated and got with me, and she's like, "I'm just gonna go watch Friday with these two random dudes." And I was like, "Oh, you are, huh? (laughs) Oh, okay. I just let you know I feel uncomfortable about that." So she had to ask her mother. She had to like kind of understand, like, because it felt like I was not allowing her. Or like giving her permission or something yeah. like that. And they were really just friends. Like I never was like attracted to them in any way. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I look I, it don't matter if you're attracted to them. I I'm like care. they could be attracted to you. Mm-hmm. So, I'm with that. Yeah. So I was like, nah. And no I think zone. after a while she got it. Like Yeah, I did. It didn't take so did long. you watch the movie with them or Glenn? Glenn. <laughs> but just last year she just said, <laughs> Oh, you Jeez. didn't watch it at that time. Then didn't watch it at all, and then it just, re- just was never interesting. To was me. it funny? It was funny. It's funny. And now it's kind of it's really sad because you know how people have all these like sayings. And now that, you know where they come from. And now I know where it came oh, from. Oh, by Felicia. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It hurt so bad. Okay. <laughs> oh, funny. Devo. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I was like, oh. That's yeah. funny. So yeah, I'm now culturally accepted. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. Yes. 
Is that it, babe? Um, yeah, but I what actually... What did we say? Did we ask? Oh, go for it. I wanted a question. I had a question because I feel like in one of our recent podcasts, we had a conversation and it was like, who's responsible for your insecurities? Good question. Me and my sister just had this conversation the other day. Actually, and, yeah, what, thought, what were your thoughts? So it was twofold. We believe that we do have work to do because sometimes... I'm trying to remember there was a specific... Um, I know what it was. Okay. Dang. I, now I got to tell Kev and Greg's back there too because it was his wife that we were talking about. So the scenario was that, um, you know, we are independent women. We don't want no help, right? And so anytime her husband helps her or he helps me in certain circumstances, I'd be like, I'm not no damsel in distress. Like, I don't need your help. Like, I got this. Mm-hmm. That's insecurity. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, I don't want you to think that mm-hmm. in the event something happens, I am incapable. Mm-hmm. I want you to respect that I am a capable woman Mm -hmm. like i got it i want you to respect that Mm -hmm. that's a insecurity because for whatever reason i have this narrative in my mind that you don't respect me Mm. and so to push that narrative i have to exert my independence so it causes this unnecessary um Tension. tension and sometimes issues that really shouldn't be issues because i'm too busy trying to show you how independent I am. Yeah. And so to me, that that's jar. where, I know, I'm like, I'm telling on myself. <laughs> yeah. And so I was telling when my I sister, can't we can't get into the pickles, daddy, can you? And then I open it. It's because I loosened it. I okay. loosen it. <laughs> oh, you couldn't loosen it enough to open it. I did loosen it. <laughs> so, so anyway, um, to me, that is not something that he has to own. Mm. To me, that is work I have to do. Mm-hmm. That is something that I have to figure out, why Why do I feel like this? Mm-hmm. Why, has something happened? What inside of me makes me feel like I'm not respected and I need to show mm-hmm. what I'm mm-hmm. capable of? To me, that's work I have to do. Yeah. When it comes to other things, it's just a matter of me. Sometimes I just, I mean, again, on my no fly, it's only three women. I don't want to paint myself as being super crazy. But sometimes I have to check myself and be like, okay, so listen, Melissa, do you want to add this girl on the no fly zone list? Uh, actually, Anatomy of Marriage just said that. Are you hungry? Do you just have an attitude? Does she just step on your foot? Like, what are you upset about? Is it her? Is it me? Is it him? I remember um, not not that long ago, Kevin and I were out of town. We were at a dinner. And um, I said something silly, like how I was just trying to say the flash. You want my spot flash? Whatever the saying is. I be messing (laughs) stuff up all the time. And so in the moment, I did something similar. I won't say the exact circumstance because I don't want to give the person to know what happened. So anyway... Kevin and the woman started jumping on me as a joke. And it went not 30 seconds, not a minute. It was like three minutes. So by this time. That's a long time. That's a a long long time. time. Listen, and not just a long time. It is a long time for your husband and another Another woman woman to to jump on me. Yeah. So by the end, in the moment, I am irritated, but I'm trying to play it off. So, again, this is my emotionally honest. Like, I'm not going to let this go. This is my people pleasing. This is my Melissa 2.0. It's all of these things. So I tell Kevin, um, not even that weekend, where I wanted to make sure we had a good weekend. We finished what we had to do. So, like, as soon as we got home, I think, mm-hmm. I was like, so listen, this is a moment to me. It's not about her. It's not about him. This is about how I feel. But my emotional honest is to tell you, don't you ever, mm. ever, 
where we're at a table and it's just me, you, and another woman, and y'all two are jumping on me, it's unacceptable. That is not a connection you and another need, a woman need to be making against your wife. That's an uncomfortable situation. Please do not allow this to happen again. That's an honest conversation that we had to have. Maybe that's insecurity. Maybe that's just the wife in me. I don't know what it yeah. is, but those are things that like you have to be able to, sometimes I need to work on me. Sometimes I just need to say it. And sometimes it doesn't make sense, Yeah. but this is who I am. This is what I'm saying. And we need to have those conversations. Maybe you push back, maybe you get it, but we have to have those conversations because the more you try to um, conform into what you think you should be, the more strife, havoc, headache, you know, heartache, resentment you're going to have internally because you aren't being who you really should be. Yeah. I think it's really awesome too, that you took the time to like not argue about it to get through the weekend. Oh, that's the self-reflection though. That's the part where I feel like you have to, let me just take a beat because I don't want to take up all your time, but just as an example, Mm -hmm. last night, all these people that are in this office right now, we were supposed to have a meeting this morning at eight 30. I sent out a call sheet that says, this is the time we post to meet. None of these fools in here looked at the call sheet. (laughs) (laughs) Not none of them. So late last night, Kevin calls me and is like, this person got to do this. This person got to do this. They can't be at the meeting. When I tell you, wasn't no beat. There was no, usually I am good about, let me, let me gather myself. And then in 24 hours, when I'm calm and I'm able to really decipher what's going on, what am I angry about? Not like the surface level. What am I truly upset about? Let me deal with that and let's have a conversation about that. Let me have that conversation. I'm typically really good. Child, all caps. All y'all are trash. She, that was, she, was, probably, she was probably typing those texts so hard. Ask them. Oh, my goodness. All of y'all are trash because y'all had this for how long, and these are commitments that are standing commitments, mm-hmm. and now you're going to tell me at 8.30 the night before that you can't make a meeting that's been on your calendar for three days? Unacceptable, and it's inconsiderate. She's trying to turn her mom. Listen to me carefully. I'm Kevin, terrified of you. Listen, <laughs> he was yelling listen, at me. I was in the bathroom. I called Kevin because I'm typing. Yeah. And I got sick of typing. So I was like, y'all finna hear me. What, I gotta type this. I'm finna go oh, off. Go Listen. So oh. I, I was gonna do that. Uh, I was like, no. So I called Kev. I literally, hello, put me on speaker. Yelling. Ain't no hello. I'm in the bathroom. Put me on speaker right now. Melissa, Melissa I'm in the bathroom. No one is here. I said, so I, no, myself. no. He says, I'm in the bathroom. I said, well, I'll wait then. <laughs> Melissa, they all left. Well, call them back. <laughs> Ah. It's okay. It's okay. How no did Because I'm the one talking all. We videos. having fun. That's all. Yeah. No. I just want to clarify something real quick. Yeah. With that whole other woman thing. Oh, go back. It was. I was just laughing. <laughs> you were probably on a roll. It was probably I, all was. funny. He wasn't just in laughing. Me overtook the husband in me. Mm. And, and that's a balance I often have to fight. Mm-hmm. And I've even told Kevin, like, sometimes I don't want to be the butt of your jokes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want you to, to protect me. There's me. only the joke. Yes. There's no and the joke is the, the joke. joke is for everybody. The joke is for everyone. Mm. I'm the joke sometimes. It's my turn. It's my turn. It's your turn. And to be now a good I have sport. to realize Not because when we're on tour and it's with amongst friends, there's no competition thing. You know, it's it's you know, Melissa's not tripping. But you know what I'm saying. But this person wasn't. Uh, it wasn't a tour. It wasn't thing. a group. It's it was the just three me. of us. It was like if it was me and you. 
And Yvette was like, uh, I never see Friday. And he I'm bald like, too. Friday yeah, is. Yeah, he yeah, Friday yeah. is. That's crazy. And she yeah, like, yeah. But instead of, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so now she's feeling like you embarrassing me in front of uh, yeah. somebody else. Yeah. yeah. You know, I didn't, I didn't understand that no, dynamic. It's us four. No, us and him. Huh? You and say, you two are yeah. yeah. And they're, and they're talking me, about my height or something. Yes, and I'm sitting there like, well, exactly. I'm y'all short too, so exactly. You know yeah. To yeah. me, the point was more about um, who you were doing it with. Who we're doing it with? Yeah, I get it now, but at the time, I was just like, ah, man, we just having a good because yeah. I don't mean anything. Totally, by it. Totally. and I'm not even seeing that other woman. That is, it's not even clicking. Yeah, that is not even a, like what? How, how did you respond? That's what I meant by sh- I, I was like. Go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say, but that's what I meant by making sure. You said go ahead and then you went ahead. Okay, shush. (laughs) But that's what I meant by she doesn't belong on the nose of Polly's own list. Yeah. That's the moment that I have to take. It's not about her. Yes. It's about this scenario, which is a conversation I then have to have with my husband. Mm -hmm. It's not like, uh uh-uh, she tried it. I don't like her. She's it. No, it ain't that deep. It's not about her. It's about this scenario, this situation, and it's a conversation um, that I have to have with my husband because in reality, switch her out with any woman and, and I don't like thing. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how did you respond? So uh, to her, I said, okay. Like, I didn't think of it like that. That wasn't my intention. I'm yeah. not, it could have been her, me, her, and you, me, her, and her dad, Josh. It was just a funny scenario. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't thinking it like that. But a lot of times we've been talking about this kind of over the last couple of weeks. Uh, you were responsible for your intention and your impact. So even if it wasn't my intention that you felt that way, that was still the impact that that you felt. So I, I'm like, okay, I won't put you in that position again because I know that that's how it makes you feel. And as married people, you you love your fam, your your wife, husband. You also want to protect them and what's important to them. Even though I like being funny, I don't want to be funny at the expense of my wife in a way that makes her feel uh, like she's the butt of my joke. Mm-hmm. You know, among if that if that I, 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 nothing's that funny. You know what I mean? But had she not said anything, I, that that moment would have never even crossed my mind as me and another woman. It was just, man, it was just funny. And I would yeah. have been harboring it. And so I want to go back to that because my initial question was, whose responsibility are our insecurities? Do you have something? We got to wind down. I know that's what I okay. was going to say. And so I like what you said because I feel like it is something where we have to take a self-assessment as to, like, is this something that is actually, like, this something that they can affect or change mm-hmm. or impact or is this something that I'm dealing with in and of myself mm-hmm. and so thank you for that story that was actually yeah really I good. think what to my my thought on that is it's kind of like a physical trainer you know my brother-in-law helps train me right mm-hmm. part of the work is him t- you know okay what do you want to work out on here's the workouts here's what you want to mm-hmm. work here's what you do but also, when we leave the gym, it's my responsibility yeah. to eat right. He can't do that part for me. And that's kind of how we work in a marriage. Like, I have my own responsibilities on eating right, which is a lot of the work. But then as my trainer, he helps me with other stuff, and we work together for the same goal. Mm. And that's kind of how I see the marriage yeah. thing. She has like to do that. the no-fly zone part on her. But I don't have to add to her thing. Like, nah, yeah. girl, you tripping. It was just funny. You you know what I mean? Like, mm. that's going to add more of a wedge between both of us Yeah. when it's not necessary. Mm. You know and then that's saying? when you start looking at people cockeyed. So you feel that strong that y'all, she can't be on the no-flies on the list? Well, why? <laughs> well, what does she got? Mm. Well, what is she offering you that you still need to be talking to her? Well, why are you choosing her over me? And then that's how those narratives start. And you try, you go down a whole rabbit hole unnecessary. Babe, mm. how married are you? You know what I'm going to say. 
Okay, so last night. Oh my. So yes, let's see. See, they always yeah. So <laughs> yesterday, I was out and Yvette's been talking about how she needs a new laptop. She needs a new laptop. You know what I'm saying? So I go to Best Buy. You know, my place of preference. Go there, look at the laptops. It's a small one. You know what I'm saying? That's the type we can afford. And then it's a bigger <laughs> one. But she she got bad eyes. She can't see. You know what I'm saying? So I got her the bigger computer, Aww. and I was gonna prank her, and I was gonna like had this thing like get like some fake uh, scratch or something and like scratch my laptop screen and be mm-hmm. like, you broke my screen. See, da 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 and then give her a new laptop. You know what I'm saying? But she was so sick yesterday <laughs> and like feeling terrible. It's like, I can't see. And my eyes, I think I'm dying. And I so, tell y'all, having children, they like, they suck it out. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what happened, but I'm going more blind. So I just gave her the laptop. No prank. I gave her the 2019. You sacrificed the joke. Yeah, man. For the love exactly. of your wife. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Babe, how married are you? Great. I'm so married that I didn't say nothing. I held my tongue. <laughs> but you saying it now. What you finna say? I know. I'm like, does this even count if I'm about to say Go ahead. Go ahead. Say what you're going to say. So, you know how, like, you have things that you want to take care of around the house, mm-hmm. but then, like, your husband, I don't know if this happens to y'all, but like you have something you want to do, you've been wanting to do for a long time, but then like the other person gets to it before you can get to it, and then when they're doing it, it's like, oh, it makes you cringe because they're not doing it right. Yes, I'm familiar <laughs> with that feeling of making so, the other person trying to help out and serve, and yeah. you just get shot. I'm so married that like the other day I came home, and mind you, I was gone for longer than I expected to be gone, but I came home and Glenn was in the garage. And he was like organizing, organizing it uh, <laughs> so that we could park the car in the garage, which I've been wanting to park the car in a garage and I've been wanting to organize the garage. We just moved into a house. Mm-hmm. And so um, I was watching him and he like literally had a box where stuff was falling out of the bottom of it. But he just like shoved it. <laughs> or shoved it. And I'm just inside. I'm like, okay, that he's trying to make space for the car. He's doing a good thing. Like, don't, don't get on him right now because you know. So I held my tongue and I didn't say anything because Thank I knew you. if I said something in that moment, I would have been. Discouraged. You would have been so and discouraged. Been yeah. You probably would have stopped. Yeah. And then it just and I had already been gone. Like I was gone all day and I didn't know I was gonna be gone all day. I was gone from like eight to three o'clock, and he didn't say nothing. But that was nice. Wow. So, that was nice. <laughs> that was nice. Yeah. How married are you? How married are you? Kevin, how married are you? I'm so married that I'm allowing you to go first. <laughs> what do I do that was so married? Mm-hmm. You mopped. <laughs> I am so... Uh-uh. Ask me so I can uh-uh. say it. So uh-uh. I can set you up. Okay, go. You ask me. No, you're no, supposed you to ask, ask him. Me. No, no, no. Ask, no. Me. ask me so I can I'm set myself up. I'm so married that I gave you the answer to this question before <laughs> me. Oh, brilliant. How married are you? Kevin. Melissa was gone. And I don't usually clean or cook. It's just, just don't do it. Yeah, it's not your love language. Not much. It ain't my <laughs> thing. It's her. I, I try to do it to make her happy. She was gone getting her nails done or her hair done. Something that would take her away from the house for a long time. <laughs> I think it was nails because the hair ain't been done. <laughs> so I cleaned the kitchen and the house and mopped. I mean, and vacuumed. And then I couldn't find the mop. Like, I'm like, man, we, I know the mop was right here and the floor was dirty. Like we had just had a party um, and the floor was dirty and I couldn't find the mop. And when the whole house is clean, the floor is not mopped. It just looks yeah. like nothing was done. I feel you. So I'm so married that I got down on my hands and knees amazing. and wiped the and floor he did. by my hand. 
Wow. Because we didn't have a mop. That to is... the tune that when Melissa got home, she thought she cleaned the kitchen. I did. She's like, man, girl, you really on top of it. You cleaned the whole kitchen and mop. I did. She just no. imagined Wait, the whole cleaning session. She so imagined that she was... cleaned the own, her own kitchen. Literally, what happened? Wow, was, you I was it like at, that. Yeah, he did a great job. So I was I didn't even think oh, about coming that. home from um, soccer practice, and while I'm at soccer practice, or coming home from soccer it practice, it was soccer practice. I was. Um, recounting my to-do list so i gotta do this i gotta do this i gotta do this i gotta do this top of my to-do list was clean the kitchen mop the floor top of the to-do list but i get so busy so when i got home i was like girl oh <laughs> you my. did this before you left you are out here wow. like you forgot that you did like you were so good that you cleaned you know it what? and then forgot <laughs> that you did it you are out here you're out here, out yes. here. If you did it where she thought she did it, then you that's did amazing. A good job. That is a good compliment. That and I had a... got dinner made. Because oh. the thing was, I was exhausted. I had been traveling and performing and doing podcasts. So she took JoJo to soccer and I, she was like, you just lay down. Like, I know you're tired. And I got it. I'll take everything when I got home. And that was my intention. But then I was like, man, this whole house is dirty. And I know it's important to her. And I got dinner. Wow. She thought I forgot dinner. Mm-hmm. And I got from sauce and beer, Josh. I got you Sauce and beer, dinner hot when you got home, kitchen clean, floor mopped by hand. I was, I was wow. happy. That's that, amazing. That yeah. is impressive. See, when you never clean, when you do it, they were like, dang, you really love me. Awesome. <laughs> so <laughs> clean less and then you'll get, okay, I got it. That's got a lesson it. here. Clean less. So when you clean anytime, it's more. <laughs> All right. So we usually end the podcast by saying, and that's just how merry you are. So if you guys don't mind, we would like sure. to say that together Let's in unison and we'll wrap up. Okay. And that's just how married we are. I said it wrong. It's all right. It's great. Thanks, okay. Thank you, guys. Uh, and just that how many-